Good morning. Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. We've got a lot to talk about today, as always. Not enough time and uh, really, really good stories for you. Home Title Lock is our sponsor. The annoying robocalls, the ones that say you're pre-approved for credit cards or loans, be really, really careful. Nobody with credibility is doing that. Um, your home's title and mortgage records are online, and when a data breach occurs, like recently, and millions of home titles and mortgages are exposed to thieves, that's when the risk of home title fraud skyrockets. Here's how they do it. They forge documents stating that you sold your home, listing uh, themselves as the new owner, owner, and then they go out and they take out loans against your home and stick you with the payments. No insurance, no bank, no identity theft protection is is covering you for this. Nobody's watching this. But for pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's online title. Getting a credit card loan or uh, uh, robocalls or mail, Home Title Lock will get you through this period and give you 60 days risk-free of protection. Register your address now to verify that you're not already a victim and protect your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. It is time now that we decide who we trust. Do we trust anyone? We really shouldn't. We should trust our own intellect and our own willingness to do the hard work and verify facts ourselves. But who's going to help guide you? Who do you believe enough to say, well, I'm going to spend my time looking that up? We begin there. And what's really happening to to credible, decent people, how they are being smeared and destroyed by the press. We begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you a little bit about uh, Simply Safe. Simply Safe um, wants to remind you that on the average, a burglary occurs once every 23 seconds. So the time that I have done this commercial, two and a half people have had their houses robbed. That's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. And Simply Safe can help you by putting an alarm system in that you really need for your home. Yeah, it's it's, it's something important. Uh, most uh, people have uh, alarms and you just go kind of go to the bottom of the pile for uh, police response, which is not exactly helpful. Uh, it takes them 45 minutes to show up. Uh, with Simply Safe, though, the average is seven minutes because they have the state of the art, round the clock home monitoring, uh, and it comes with no contracts, no fees, and it's only 15 bucks a month. You're not going to beat this. Uh, their equipment is really nice. It's basically invisible, and once you've installed it, you've almost basically. I mean, you, you put it in, and then you just kind of have to forget about it. You don't have to worry about it again because it does its job. It does its job every single time, and it's reliable. And for 15 bucks a month. You don't have to like mortgage the house to protect it. Go to simplysafebeck.com, get a free HD security camera when you order. It's a hundred dollar value. You'll have eyes on your home twenty four seven and video evidence if someone does try to get in. Free HD security camera now at simplysafebeck.com. It's simplysafebeck.com.
I want to uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, a journalist, a guy who's worked for the New York Times, the Washington Post, uh, the Washington Times. I think the Times are the Examiner. I think it was the Times. Um, he has worked for the Associated Press. He is an award-winning investigative journalist who has taken taken in and done investigative journalism that took down, you know, uh, different policies on George Bush, on Barack Obama, uh, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump. He is an equal opportunity reporter. He is not someone who is looking for his truth. He's looking for the truth. He has, again, worked at all of the quote-unquote best places. But since he has started working on Ukraine and telling the truth and doing the only real heavy lifting on Ukraine, he is being destroyed now in the press. And I want to show you how, how Google uh, just, destroys, just destroys people. If you look for John Solomon now... You get the first thing, leaked memo. Colleagues unload on John Solomon. Uh, the next one, um, how conservative columnists help push uh, the narrative of Trump. Then you have articles from uh, the New York Times. Let me see if I can, let me add in Ukraine and John Solomon and see what else we get. Um, let's see. We get real, real clear politics, uh, top stories. Rudy Giuliani, Trump is being framed. This document shows the Iranian prosecutor under oath. Uh, the Washington post Trump's anti-impeachment strategy is materialism uh, is materializing and it could work. Then you have John Solomon, Ukraine, uh, colleagues unload how a conservative columnist helped push the agenda. Uh, then you have a John Solomon uh, article there. Then um, another article from him. Then you have foreignpolicy.com, how a D.C. news site amplified dubious Ukrainian claims. Uh, then you have the New uh, Republic talking about John Solomon's role in laundering the Ukraine scandal. Um, another one from The Intercept. Reporters help Trump spread lies about Biden in Ukraine. Uh, then the lawfare, uh, you have uh, a timeline of the Trump-Ukraine scandal, and it talks about uh, John Solomon in that. It, it, this guy is being decimated, decimated right now. Let me, let me read this. The clock is ticking down. Thursday, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific. I will show you the facts behind the real story in Ukraine. Why was Nancy Pelosi so quick to change her mind on impeachment? The smoking gun, just not the one they claim. Join me on YouTube and Facebook uh, Thursday, 930 Eastern. Now, listen to the responses. Thank you, Glenn, for being a voice of reason in the midst of chaos. Um... Uh, we always make our judgments based on the basis of incomplete evidence. It's like dark matter. We believe it, but we can't see it. Uh, then the next one, taking notes from Gorka, I see. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know how this ends. Biden did it. Oddly, let's see, um, uh, something about the GIF. Is there anyone else sick of people 
taking the story which is officially documented, swapping the names around to fit their political agenda as if they can't even be bothered and acting like they're doing us some magical favor. Uh, Glenn Beck is nothing short of the onion, but with better pay. um, Is it a coincidence that Gorka and Pompeo are both in Italy right now? Um, Will this be like the time that you were going to replace the traditional 4th of July celebration with your wacky moon fest or your prediction that all U.S. (laughs) banks would be nationalized? Um, uh, Let's see. Then we have. uh, Yeah. People really listen to you. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Glenn, we're going to listen to your your bat crap conspiracy theories that have long been debunked. Searching for an audience, the tinfoil hats are on the edge of their seats. Um, was it a Saudi national? Uh, so if the team of Barack Obama and Joe Biden was not around in 2014, what would be the Vegas odds of Hunter Biden getting a job in the Ukraine be? That's a good one. Uh, dude, haven't you bankrupt your company yet? Or have you re-sucked up to the MAGA crowd to get their table scraps. Unbelievable. Uh, can't you just disappear in obscurity quietly? Anyway, it goes on. That and last one on. was mine. But. Yeah, thank you. I know. Um, it goes on and on and on. Now, is anyone interested in seeing both sides of the story? We've gone back and forth on whether we should include the media's spin Uh, But I'm going to mention that we're not going to mention the media spin and the story from uh, the left because that's what you're getting everywhere. So take what they're saying and compare it with what we're saying. Is this country even interested anymore in actual facts? Or do we all just run to support, defend our team? The facts are are very, very stunningly clear on what's going on. Now, you might say that Donald Trump uh, did something that was uncomfortable or you didn't like, but it's not what he was. he is being charged with. In fact, the evidence, and evidence that has already gone to court in foreign countries, shows this is a different story. It is It is not remarkable to have people who are just trying to do their job today be destroyed. John Solomon is a good reporter. He is a fair reporter. He is a guy who has taken on both sides. He is a guy who has taken on investigative reporting against against the odds in more than just politics he's a guy who has done great work and won many awards from the people who are now tearing him down only for political purposes i'm not sure what the truth is but i am sure of this You're not getting it. If anybody is truly, if you truly care about the Republic, it's time for us to put this team player crap aside and call it as the chips fall down on the table. You call it as you see it. 
balls and strikes. I'm sorry, but this one falls into the category of things that I don't like. This one falls into the category of things that make me feel good. They're both equal because they're both true. If we're going to save our country, we're going to find out a lot of things that we don't like. A lot. We're going to be embarrassed. We are going to be uncomfortable. And we're going to have to do things that we don't like. On this particular occasion, I'm mainly talking about those who are just blindly following the press. There was a survey that was out that shows that 60 or 70 percent of the American people no longer trust the press. That's good. That's good. But if that's true, how come so many people are being convinced by this same press? The answer is because they want it to be true. We know the press wants things to be true. It's why they salivate every time they have a new Trump story. Oh, this one's going to be it. This is going to be the one. This is going to be it. He's going to be out. He's going to be impeached. This is the one. And it doesn't happen. And they embarrass themselves. There's a lot of information that you need to know. We're going to cover some of this today. And tomorrow we are we are covering all of it. I also want to cover I want to cover uh, today what Joe Biden did in China. Now, I want you to know the special is not about Joe Biden. It's not. He plays a role. But that's not what this story is about. This story really is not about Joe Biden and Donald Trump and the next election. This story is about the last election and the next election and not what Donald Trump or Joe Biden were doing. Don't miss it. It's tomorrow night at uh, 930. It's on Ukraine. Please tell your friends, have watch parties if you can. Uh, It will be on Facebook and it will be on YouTube. We want to get the maximum number of people watching it. So it's free. But uh, we have a a special tonight on China and uh, the Bidens, which is amazing. It's the uh, China and Biden involvement in this scandal tonight at 5 p.m. only on the Blaze TV. Then we have a Ukraine special preview for the Blaze subscribers at 5 p.m. tomorrow. And then we go nationwide with everyone on YouTube and Facebook. And you can find that tomorrow night at 930. You're going to need to tell your friends because I would imagine we're already already going to be throttled down. I would imagine that Facebook and Google is not really interested in helping us get this story out. So you're going to need to find a friend because you're not going to see the notifications. You're not going to uh, you're not going to be alerted to all of this. And they will make it more difficult for you to find it or your friends to find it who might think the same kind of thoughts. So search it out tomorrow. It's on Facebook and on YouTube at 930 Eastern Time, 830 Central, Ukraine. The Democrats, Russia. Only from the blaze. 
All right, we have talked a lot about the economy in the last couple of weeks, and we haven't in the last few days because things are crazy right now in the news. Um, but a recession, uh, it is it is out there. It is looming. I don't know when it's going to come in, but it is going to come in. If you're a homeowner, now is probably the time to consolidate your high interest debt into your mortgage for a much lower rate. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to reset the years of your mortgage. You just fold your uh, high interest credit cards into it. You can save hundreds, even thousands of dollars every single month, and that can help you ride out any coming storm if indeed there is one on the horizon. All you need to do is give American Financing a call. They're salary-based mortgage consultants, and they don't pressure you or have any upfront fees that you have to pay. They just build custom loans to fit your needs, including options for as little as $1,000 down or even less than that. Give American Financing a call today, whether you're in the market to buy a home or you just need to discuss the option of refinancing your mortgage or credit card debt. It's American Financing. They have teams of experts that can point you in the right direction. Get your financial house in order now. Get American Financing at 800-906-2440. That's 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. We pause for 10 seconds. Station ID. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, Can I ask you a question, Stu? Yes. Is it time for another scandal? It's because been I, a few days. It has been a few days, and I feel as though America is already starting to go, eh. It's interesting you bring that up. One of the theories right now on the left, and one of the exciting things on the left, is that they've been polling the impeachment since, you know, before they got walked into office. Mm-hmm. I and mean, we have audio today of them talking about impeachment before he even took office. And the entire time they've pulled this, it's been very unpopular with the American people. Mm-hmm. People don't want impeachment. Mm-hmm. Uh, even some of the polling today still shows that. But it is improved for Democrats. And what they're thinking is, okay, here's a new scandal. This Ukraine thing is getting people over the edge. Finally, they're coming to our point of view. Finally, they've realized how terrible this person is, right? This is how they're viewing this. And they're saying, okay, we've got momentum. Things are going our way. As we add on to this, it's going to grow and grow and grow and grow. That's the theory, right? I think potentially the opposite is true in that when people hear the beginnings of a scandal, they start, they go to the furthest reaches of where this could go, right? Mm-hmm, like they start mm-hmm. predicting in their mind, oh my gosh, this mm-hmm. this is... So far, we've seen some stuff. It indicates really bad behavior, and we're going to be able to... This is going to be an impeachable offense because they're filling in details. It's kind of like when they have the unnamed Republican mm-hmm. running against another candidate. They're mm-hmm. filling in their ideal candidate. Who does That doesn't exist. So when they hear impeachment and they hear obstruction of justice, impeachment, secret audio recordings, mm-hmm. whistleblowers... They're immediately going, well, that, if that happened, I mean, uh, yes, I'm for impeachment. Yeah. And, and then once they see the actual case. Right. Because the American people as a whole are not 
let's say this audience. Yeah. Okay. This audience is sitting here looking at every detail every day that comes out and they're analyzing every news story. The American people are not doing that. So when they, when this stuff gets to them, it's been much more sorted out. And yes, they're getting the left wing spin on it, but eventually people start looking at this and saying, wait a minute, they've been beating this drum forever. Uh, as I'm looking at the details of this, it, it's not nearly as impressive as, as it was sold. You know, they're promising the Bugatti and they're delivering the Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, will wind up eroding um, at the support for impeachment. Unless there are, you know, more serious yeah. things that are found. And, and that could happen, obviously. We don't Correct. know how this thing turns out. But assuming it continues around this level, uh, I think people eventually tire of it. The only thing I think, the, the worry here, if you're, uh, you know, in the Trump administration or looking at this, is at some point, do the accusations, true or not, overwhelm you to the point where I'm just sick of dealing with this thing? I'm sick of just constant scandal, and I'm sick of dealing with it. That's the one concern I have. But I don't think you have anyone. I mean, if you had somebody on the um, on the left, like, you know, he's way too conservative, but like a Mark Sanford who was running for the left and who was talking to common sense, just, you know, mm-hmm. traditional. I love uh, Tulsi Gabbard without all of her crazy stuff. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You'd listen to Tulsi Gabbard on some of the, and she's, by the way, opposed to impeachment. Yeah. Um, and, you listen to her talk and you're like, oh, okay, this is someone yeah, she's, who's... she's normal. She's not, she's not, <laughs> right. but she seems it. Okay. <laughs> um, and if you had the Tulsi Gabbard was leading, I think Trump would be in trouble. Because Trump would people there is enough people in this country who are like, I'm tired of both sides. I'm just tired of it. And you know what? I really like the president, but I, I'm tired of defending it. I'm tired of the tweets. I'm you know, he yeah. shoots himself in the foot sometimes. I just want to be left alone. Unfortunately, there's no place to turn. There's no you're gonna turn to Elizabeth Warren, really? Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, and that's that's what comes down, you know, when we get further down this road, people start making those one-on-one comparisons, and that's where these things, like, you know, you look at the, the early polling now has basically every Democrat beating Trump by hand, you know, handily in the election. Mm-hmm. But it's ridiculous to, to even poll it at this point. You have to wait till it gets down to, okay, they're one-on-one, they're both attacking each other, they both mm-hmm. have their cases. Mm-hmm. That's when people make decisions. They don't make decisions when there's a field of 20 people still remaining. So here's the problem, though. We are only addressing one side of this issue. Um, There are actually two storylines going on right now. And the second one, I think, may be more important and nobody's seeing it. You're listening to Glenn Beck. We'll get into that in here a second. Um, Really excited to tell you about X-Chair. X-Chair turns out they're at the Texas State Fair uh, until it ends, which is in October 21st, I think. 2023 this fair runs forever (laughs) forever uh if you live anywhere in the area you're going to the texas state fair here's what you need to do you need to go find and i think it's in the centennial building you need to go find uh the x chair and you need to sit in it because i can talk and talk and talk and talk but until you sit in it the number one response number one response because i talked to him at the fair the number one response uh from people who are sitting in it is oh my gosh oh my gosh this feels so good when you sit in an x chair you're going to have that moment 
So sit in one or just try it out. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee. Nobody sends this chair back because it is what I say it is. Ten different adjustments, one to fit your budget, and they even have financing for as low as $29 a month. So do it now. Xchairbeck.com. Xchairbeck.com. And go to blazetv.com. You also go to Glenn's YouTube and, of course, Facebook. Get the special on Ukraine Thursday night. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed is uh, joining us now. Uh, and Pat Gray Unleashed is available wherever you find your podcast. Also on the Morning Blaze where it precedes this program. So we get you to work on time every day with traffic and weather together every eight minutes on the sevens. So we take really? care of you. Okay, that's yeah, weird. we take care of you. Uh, so, uh, so, Pat, mm-hmm. um, why can't we just shoot people in the legs? <laughs> you know, I've often wondered that. Yeah. It would slow, it would slow people down trying to break into our country illegally. We're right. not. You shoot a few of them in the leg. And if we can't shoot them, why don't we just <laughs> build, a allig- build a moat and sick alligators on these I, people? That's a great idea because right. people would be afraid to cross the moat that way, wouldn't right. they? I right. would be. And if you can't do either of those, what if we were to electrify the wall and put s- human flesh-piercing spikes at the top of it? So- <laughs> well, if it's electrified, <laughs> why do you need the spikes? I don't know. But- How about if we put the whole thing on spikes and then it's like a giant mousetrap. If you if you start to come across and get to the wall, the whole wall just goes... Wow, that's a good and, idea, too. Uh, it comes down on you. Now, this wasn't mm, apparently... Spikes you like... Like a Indiana Jones. Like yeah. Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Just saying it Just worked in Indiana Jones. Just booby-trap the wall. Right. Big rock uh-huh. at the top starts rolling down at you. Why can't we do that? Right. <laughs> I mean, really, you could pull lots of stuff from the Indiana Jones we movies could. Yeah, could. for the border if you wanted to do this. Blow darts. Think, blow darts, you have the, the the snakes all over the place. Yeah. You have the bugs. Mm-hmm. Remember the mm-hmm. bugs? Oh, yeah, the big ones. The guy who is ripping Spiders. out the heart of people underground, maybe have that should there. be the head of border security. Right. You know, have him set it all up. <laughs> so ridiculous. So anyway, what we're talking about, in case you haven't read this story, and I do believe this to be true. Donald Trump is talking about <laughs> the different things that why can't okay you won't let us build a wall okay why not build a moat and put it put alligators right. and snakes in it all right why don't we shoot them in the leg and that that'll be a real deterrent it'll it would slow be a deterrent down, I will say it would, it, would, it would be I don't it know that be. that's uh, legal but uh, it would be a deterrent that, why that can... why can't the police why can't if you are breaking into a house and the police say stop and you don't stop they don't have a right to shoot you and let stop or I'll shoot. Right. And they do yeah. sometimes. Now you, now you might I'm not talking just about... Tra- get on a plane to Washington, Glenn, and get right. in the administration No, I, no, right no, no, now, no. What I'm saying is... I'm not saying this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this would be politically viable <laughs> no. at all. No. But according to the New York Times, this was a conversation had weeks ago with the president uh, and his team. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the president's just tossing out ideas. Now, does this sound like him? Yeah, I think so. I think this I think is why the guy, you know, they always say, it's like the guy at the end of the bar, you know, sitting in the stool at the end of the bar. Right. This is the kind of thing mm-hmm. that a lot of people like about Donald Trump. Yes. They're just like, he's yes. like, all right, we can't build a wall. Alligator. <laughs> just alligator some stuff here. Yeah. Alligators in a moat. 
Right. All right, shoot him in the leg. <laughs> Electrify. <laughs> and, you know, there could be the, he's just Overton windowing them. Okay, you, won't, you don't want to do any of those. We still have to secure the border. Let's just build the wall. How about that? Maybe that's what he's it's doing. a negotiating tactic. That's a negotiating tactic. Nah. He's a good negotiator. I mean, he's good at, I mean, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. That story about him with uh, Tiffany's and getting the airspace, that's the kind of stuff he does. Right. He says, let's yes. do something. That's an Overton window situation. So, yes, yeah, so horrendous mm-hmm. that everyone will say, okay, no, he's crazy enough. He just might do it. Let's give him that. Let's give him the wall. Let's mm-hmm. give him the airspace. Uh, that is how he operates. It is. I mean, is it? I mean, the story seems to make it appear that Donald Trump was actually proposing these issues as U.S. policy. Now, my guess yeah. is he's pissed off at his people for not getting the wall done, which he believes he should get done. And so he's, you know, going to, he's turning it up to 11. Right, I, yeah. like whether he's actually that saying, I, I don't think so. I think he, you is think he actually wants a moat. No, and, you, you no, know, I you don't. Know, I don't. U.S. Think, employees think, dumping buckets of snakes into yeah. a no. Like, I, I don't. Well, don't forget the alligator. Sorry, I don't, the alligator. I don't yeah. think that he has thought that all the way through. I think he's the kind of guy who is sitting in a in a meeting and everybody is telling him why it can't be done, why it can't yep. be done, why it can't and be it's done. It's pissing him off. It's pissing him off, and he's just like, okay, how about alligators? Not thinking it through. Just how about alligators and snakes? Why can't we electrify it? Why don't we put spikes on the top of it? I just think he just thinks out loud. And mm-hmm. when somebody says, well, Mr. President, we can't do that. That's illegal. Hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, because remember, he doesn't think. Why is it? Why? Okay. The snakes and the alligator is impractical. Uh, but electrifying the fence. Why is that so horrible? Why can't we do that? Because the climate. Uh, anyway, so With if you elect- electrified it, they wouldn't climb it. They right. couldn't. So why is why can't we electrify the fence? We can't electrify. That would be seen as inhumane. Well, first, exactly right. Well. But he doesn't care about no, what doesn't. people's perception is. That's for sure. He doesn't care. What about the global warming impacts of, of electricity on all he the time over that care. long wall? Does not care. We're ta- you know how many species mm-hmm. would fly? We would have a giant. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a, you know, we'd have a barbecue every mm-hmm. night at the fence. Just somebody has to take a stick or some non-conductive thing to pull that animal off of the fence, and then we can eat it. Think about how that would reduce the number of people coming into the uh, country illegally, though. That, I mean, <laughs> that one, an electrified fence would reduce well, right. illegal And so I don't think he cares about what other people think or other, people's, mm-hmm. uh, other, people, other countries think. You, you're telling me now we can't build a fence. Fine. What else can we do? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I tend to take... There's certain things that you just have to... You, you just have to not even entertain. And I feel like there's a certain level of reporting that comes out about these things. I'll wait for him to admit this. Bottom line is, bo- Donald Trump, if he believes this stuff, will probably just blurt it out at the next rally. <laughs> so, I, like, when he comes out and admits it, I'll start to... You know, we could... I mean, at this point, really... I don't think he'd have much of a problem. I don't think so either. Admitting to these three I, ideas. I don't think so either. Uh, just so. as a Shoot, spitball, I, yeah. just at... In the atmosphere of there are no bad ideas. Let's just spitball. <laughs> there are no bad ideas. I don't know. You're, I tend to think of it as more like he's being... He's pissed off that mm-hmm. they're not getting his wall done. He's like, you know what? But put a, put spikes on it. 
Uh, yeah. People are going to go. You know, Look, like, I ran on this. We've got to do yeah, something. Yeah, it, and you're it's not more of a, doing oh, I want to. I want a freak jury on this. I want a freak jury. We haven't done a freak jury in a long time. Yeah. I just want 12 cold calls. I just want you. I want people to respond. Is this just him spitballing like the guy at the end of the bar going, well, why not? <laughs> and and not being married to it, not have been thinking yeah. it through for days, just <laughs> sitting in the room going, going why not? Why not? How about this? You keep saying no to this? Okay, how about this? Well, that's how I, about this? That's sort of what I'm saying. I'm just saying I'm, I'm not saying he's not. It's not a legitimate like he's not ready. Draw up the bill. That would get would get get the spikes paid for. I don't no, think that's no, where no, no. he is. But right? he is. But he was spitballing, and he wasn't doing it for shock value. He wasn't doing it to make a point. I think he was just going, okay, well, you're not going to do that. Then how about this? How about this? How mm-hmm. about this? And these are the mm-hmm. ideas that seem like common sense because he doesn't care about what other people think. Right. He doesn't care. Which is why he's in office in the first place. Yes, because yeah. he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And it is the, honestly, it is the reason why he is still the president of the United States today. Mm-hmm. The press just doesn't understand. He doesn't care. In fact, I think he kind of likes it when he is the underdog. You fight with him. He wants you to fight with him. He yeah, doesn't he'd, care. He'd get bored if the media wasn't continually attacking. I think he'd really be bored by that. I oh, I think we said. It. I think we said that at one point, really early on in the campaign, this guy would get bored with this mm-hmm. because we thought that he would, you know, do the job that a president normally does, and it would be boring to him. He, you know, he's a CEO that's like, get it done. Yeah. So I, I want to yeah. hear. I want to let's take some calls. I'm going to take a quick break. You call <laughs> us right now. Is this a? Is was this? Uh, a bogus story. He never said it. Was this him trying to Overton window, just go crazy so everybody in the room thinks he's crazy? And uh, they're like, okay, we better build the wall because he's going to put alligators down. <laughs> or do you think he's just like so tired and fed up and just like, well, what what can we do? How about alligators? <laughs> I mean, used to work around castles. Why not now? Uh, 888-727-BECK. What are the two choices? I don't know that I... There's three. I think there's three, right? There's three. Okay. Yeah. There's, uh, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is um, uh, he's Overton Window. He doesn't mean any of these. He is playing a game he's with the people in the room. He's negotiating. Or is he just sitting in a room full of people that he's just he's spitballing and it's just an idea factory. He's not married to these ideas. But he thinks legitimately our policy might be alligators and snakes in a if moat. You won't build a ro- if you won't build but, a wall, seriously, why don't we electrify a fence? Or put alligators and snakes in a moat. <laughs> yes. Right. Are you thinking yes. he might, there might be like, we just. We're that just, it just popped into his head. He didn't think about right. this. He but he was thinking it. it could be a legitimate U.S. policy. Yeah. Well, guys. Okay. So why not have uh, alligators in a moat? <laughs> okay. okay. But, but not because Mr. It's President, a, that's uh, okay. All right. Fine. I mean, just it's a quick, it. okay. momentary thought. <laughs> we he got, just blurts out whatever he's thinking at the time. We got to have Bill O'Reilly on this on Friday too, we do, because we do. he just wrote that book about Trump. Uh, the what is it called again? Yeah, the, the United, United, States, United States, States of Trump. Trump. Trump yeah, he's the guy too. I would. I wanted his vote on this freak jury. Yeah, because he's he always thinks about these things and how Trump thinks. And I, I don't know. I think I don't think it's. Uh, I'm kind of default is the media is just lying about it, but. It does sound like him. <laughs> it 
does. It absolutely <laughs> does. It uh, I want to hear Nick DiPaolo on this, too. Oh, Nick yeah. DiPaolo's going to be on with us in a few minutes. Um, all right, we're going to take your phone call, 888-727-BECK. We're going to do that right after we take a quick break uh, to tell you about our sponsor. And our sponsor is Relief Factor. I want to tell you about Joan. Joan is a woman who fell in love with dance at the age of three. And her younger years were filled with ballet studios and soaring music of Tchaikovsky. And uh, she probably, God bless her parents, they probably bought way too many overpriced outfits for her. Anyway, she actually made it to the stage. And when it came time for her to retire, she turned around and began teaching. And she started teaching the, the next generation. And she did this for years. However, that comes with a price. She found herself paying for, you know, her her ballet years with pain all the time. Then she heard about Relief Factor. She began taking it. Within a few weeks, the pain was gone. Every day now, Joan is dancing with her students, and she's never been happier. She got her life back, and so can you. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor find relief. It might be you. Get your life back now. For nineteen ninety five, you can get a three-week quick start. Small risk for a potential lifetime without pain. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, welcome to the program. Uh, Nick DiPaolo joins us in just a few minutes. I want to take your phone calls. Is the press making this story up about the president in a meeting saying, uh, why don't we electrify the fence? Why don't we put spikes on a fence? Why, why don't we have alligators and snakes in a moat? Why don't we shoot them in the leg? Why don't we shoot them in the leg? I think he absolutely said these things, and I think he was just spitballing off the top of his head, not really in, not engaging, you know, just looking at a room of experts and saying, why not? And seeing the room fight about it. Uh, I think that's the way he does things. Uh, so the first question is, it, it, did he say it? Um, and then did he, was he spitballing or is he Overton window or screwing with the press or the room? Brandon in Virginia. Welcome to the program. How you doing, man? Big fan. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think he absolutely said it, (laughs) but like part B of the question, I think it was more trolling, not even the media, just the bureaucrats and the career politicians that are around him in the room that are go to go to answer for everything is no we can't do that we can't do that so after giving them logical and reasonable answers and hearing no 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 repeatedly or reasons things can't work just started throwing out just random cartoonish ideas to to troll (laughs) and watch them take it seriously you know all right thank you michael in tennessee did he say it yeah i think he probably said it okay Uh, I know I know people who you know, and I don't prescribe to this kind of stuff, but uh, who who have actually said, you know, why don't we you cap a couple of them and the rest of them will get the idea type of mentality. Uh, so, yeah. Jeez. Wow. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. But we all know people who say everything. Do you think the president <laughs> said that? <laughs> Are you there, Michael? Maybe lost. Not yeah. there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, did the president yeah. mean it that way? No, I don't think so. I think he says a lot just to get a reaction. Trolling. But, but okay. He says, however, I think a lot of us prescribe to. Okay. Uh, Roger in Oklahoma. Uh, did the president say this? I thank you for, for taking my call, Glenn. Sure, you bet. Speak to you guys. Thank the, you. The, uh, I think it could be a combination of all three. <laughs> uh, as much as the media hates Mr. Trump, why wouldn't they put something out like this? And then secondly... I, I think the other two, I agree with your, your other callers. Um, you know, a simple thing would just be put razor wire across the top of the whole thing, and mm-hmm. it works for prisons all over the country. I'm pretty sure it would work for uh, for a wall there that's 30 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Prison fences are only 10 feet tall. <laughs> Wait, this so, is the uh, juror that says, I think both innocent and guilty uh, is the way I would rule on that. Uh, <laughs> also, no trial, no, no contest. You're there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not saying he's innocent or guilty. I'm saying that it could be any of those things. Yeah, I, I think they're all possible. Yeah, they're all possible. He's got to be a man that is the most frustrated person on the planet. Yeah. He made the promise of, of, of putting up a wall. He had all kinds of senators and representatives buy into it. His base bought into it. And now, what is it, 60-some-odd percent or 70-some-odd percent of the country thinks we should have a wall. And yet the people that are that hold the purse strings won't do it. Yeah, it's almost like Brexit, isn't it? Uh, Joe in Indiana. Joe, quickly, did the president do it? He did, but what he did was he probably looked over at his colleagues, and you know how he just turns his head just a slight bit and pooches out his lips just a little bit, letting everybody know these guys are really (laughs) stupid. (laughs) All right, thank you very much. Back in just a moment. You're listening. generational debt due to library fees i i I thought they nixed library fees at most places now knowing that i don't know how many people have you know said sorry kids i've got nothing else to pass on to you because little house in the prairie i checked out when i was in sixth grade and (laughs) just forgot about it i forgot about it i mean that's ridiculous ridiculous. controversial uh view here can i Unpopular opinion? Oh no, no. Can I get? Can I bring that up on the? Yeah, program? go ahead. Go ahead. Why do we need libraries? What, what year is it? Is it fourteen seventy? What year do we? What years do we need libraries? Is everyone on high speed internet? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you don't need high speed internet to read a book. I got news for you. You need low speed internet to read a book. Uh, and I'm not saying like libraries can exist all they want. They I'm just saying seconds. public libraries. Why on earth is there a public library anymore? We, we, whatever, certainly there should be no new ones built. Can we at least agree on that? There should be no new libraries built. Only because I believe we're headed for a Tower of Babel kind of moment where all of our digital language is going to be confused. But you're going to trust the government with it? Like, you want to have a private library? Glenn Beck can build a private library all he wants. There's plenty of private libraries all around America. Well, and everyone's got access to every book that's ever been written online. Like, do we really need... I mean, the public library at this point is ridiculous. Amen. Elect me. Vote for me. Well, my kids go to a public library. Thank That's you dumb. very much. That's dumb. Your kids are That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Vote for me. Wow. <laughs> Nick DiPaolo next.
Stu has just come out with his anti-library rant. Uh, he thinks a whole library, public libraries, should be abolished. Yes. And he was very worried that, you know, this rant was going to upset me because I'm a big lover of books and libraries. And no, no, don't really care. <laughs> I just don't care. Uh, all right. <laughs> we have we have the uh, president of the United States suggesting that we dig a moat uh, on our southern border. Some say he didn't say it. I think he did say it, whether he was saying it in jest or because that's just this guy. I don't know, but I'm sure Nick DiPaolo has something to say about it. We'll uh, check in with Nick here in just a second. A look at the news, a look at culture, and what the hell is happening to our country. Coming up in just a second. First, let me take one minute to tell you about our sponsor. It's my pillow, and if you want to know one of the best words in the English language, it is the word free. Not when somebody in the government says it, uh, because they're lying to you. Uh, nothing is free. Nothing in life is free. You're going to pay for it in taxes. Uh, you'll you'll pay for that library. It's not a free public library. You are paying for it. But when a company like my pillow says it's free, hey, you should. Perk up here and listen. Right now, you can get great discounts on all MyPillow products. If you go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials, you're going to see some amazing offers, including their buy one, get one free. If you buy one pillow, you'll get the other one free with the promo code BECK. That's the kind of free that is really, really good. Don't forget, use the promo code BECK and you'll get one free if you buy one. MyPillow. The products all come with 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. Even better, if you pre-order a copy of Mike Lindell's new book, your entire order will ship for free. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on new radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the buy one pillow, get one free. Enter the promo code BECK and call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Enter the promo code BECK. So, Nick DiPaolo is uh, a very funny comedian. If you're easily offended, he is not the comedian for you. Uh, he has a breath of fresh air. It's his special, available to watch for free at nickdip.com. Uh, he, has, uh, he has been nominated for Emmys. He has written for Chris Rock. He is really, truly one of the icons in uh, comedy. Uh, but... I don't know how he survives because he is so very politically incorrect. <laughs> oh, welcome to it, uh, Nick DiPaolo. How are you? Good, Mr. Beck. How are you? Good. So I just want to ask your, your opinion on this. Um, Donald Trump, it's being reported today that Donald Trump said, okay, so you won't build the wall. Well, why don't we just build a fence and electrify it? And they said, Mr. President, we can't do that. Well, why don't we just put big spikes on the top of the wall that will impale them? We can't do that, Mr. President. Well, why don't we just shoot them in the leg if they start to come across? We can't do that, Mr. President. Okay, then how, why, why don't we just dig a moat and put snakes and alligators in it? Did he, say, did he say of this? Of course he said of it. Of course he said <laughs> and why, it. Yes, and why is it controversial? Did. That's what I don't get. I think he's a fan of mine. I suggested all this in Breath of Fresh Air. I said, how can you have a discussion about an invasion into your country without bringing up lethal force? To build a wall is stupid when we have flamethrowers, machine guns, <laughs> tanks. That's what I said. And, and, and I said, uh, you he know. Probably he probably is a big fan of yours. 
I got uh, two words for you: landmines. <laughs> not, not, not ones like World War One that they were outlawed after that, but tiny ones that'll just take a foot off or something. <laughs> but, 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 but then you know you're gonna have to watch your, your guy cutting your lawn using a leaf blower with a limp. So that's that right. disturbing. Right. Okay. But good. You, <laughs> if you're gonna build a wall, okay. He actually, do you remember this? This is the best thing Trump ever said. They said, uh, well, the press said, well, a wall is medieval. And he said, well, well, the wheel is medieval. We're still using yeah, that, yeah. which is true. So he should compromise. Build the wall out of wheels. But, <laughs> but, but that's not going to work because then the hubcaps are going to be missing on the other side. Well, okay. All right. See, this is what I mean. Oh, I, don't know how you, we, uh... I don't know how you make it. I mean, it's perfectly harmless. It's comedy. It's the way it always has been. All right. But I don't know how you make it in today's world. Glenn, look, okay, you can't shoot somebody. If that's mid to medieval, then, then come up with something else, a, 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 you know, a super soaker filled with cat urine. You see what I'm saying? There's a million ways to go about this. And if you're going to build the wall, get get original with it. I, here's my idea. Make it look like the green monster at Fenway Park. It's about 40 feet high. Got those seats at the top. You put all the militia up there with their rifles. Every, every, time, you, every time an illegal you know, gets taken down, uh, there's a guy on the board that has to put a one-up manually. <laughs> Trump just put up a crooked number in the bottom of the ninth. So you know who you you know who you remind me of? I mean, a uh, Donald Trump. Chucky Green. No, you know who you remind me of the new president of Ukraine. You know he's a guy just like you. He was a comedian. He was yes. John Stewart, and he when he ran, he had no debates. He didn't he didn't uh, push forward any policies. Right. He was just saying things like what you're saying now. And people were like, you know what? I, I think this government is so corrupt and such a joke. I think this guy might actually be good. And well, it's I turning out that he, he might be. That's a great segue. I'm about to announce I'll be running in 2020. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be on uh, Pete Buttigieg's ticket. <laughs> really? I'll be, right. Yeah, I'll pretend to be to think like him, and then I'll strangle him when I get in a room. But uh, no, Mike Pence already called me, and I think this might go down. This might go down. Okay. Oh, he loves me, Pence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I think the top of the ticket might love you, but Mike Pence might. I don't see Mike Pence in, you know, in your show, uh, you know, anywhere in the audience. No. I'm, Could you uh, please stop smoking that fake cigarette? It's not fake. It's real. I That's just didn't real? light it out of respect for you. There's something smells in the studio today, like a dog died in the wall or something. Right. I don't know. Right. It's it's uh it's like a cemetery in Ukraine. It's filled right. with stinking. So here. why so don't I you can't light this? So why don't you light it if you're Be- because that'll cause the sprinklers to it's like Wrigley Feel. I'll get soaked and then you'll right. have a good laugh. Okay. All right. My my, man, my manager's giving me crap with these headphones. It says it makes me look old that I'm you. And I'm like, did, did you see Glenn Beck? <laughs> Makes me look like, he looks like he looks like Kenny Rogers that gets stung by bees. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was in I was in your favorite part of the world. Uh, do we have to go to break? Do I have time? No, you have time. Uh, I, I you know great. I went to Salt Lake City, one of your favorite places. I I've never been to a cleaner place. It, it was freaking me out. I actually. I, I walked around after the show downtown looking for cigarette butts. I became obsessed. <laughs> Litter. I actually spit 
and and I took a hanky out and wiped it off the sidewalk. <laughs> it, it was like being in my mother's living room after yeah. she got a new rug <laughs> and new furniture. It is, I felt it is so little, uncomfortable. Yeah, it is a little like the place where they would put the plastic covers over the park benches. Yes. Yeah. I, I it was and and the crowds were very white, whiter than uh, you know the Osmonds' teeth. It was very uh, <laughs> very. I love it. Is my point. I, uh, it was like being a. It was like being in a, a bush beer commercial with those right. mountains and stuff. I would move there tomorrow, Glenn. I would too. And I then I too. went to you love it there. They said you're there all the time. Yeah, I I love it. I have a I have a, a place Mistress? up in the mountains, and uh, <laughs> so <laughs> what did he just say? Mistress? Yeah, yeah. I get all my mistresses in Salt Lake City, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I I love it there. And you know the problem is it's becoming so high tech, and all the people from California are moving in, and just oh, like Texas, no. they're gonna wreck it. They're just no. gonna wreck it. Put up a wall. Those mountains ain't enough. Alligators. You know, I was going to say, or alligators. I wonder if there's mountain alligators. Um, uh, let me take a quick break because I yeah. want to talk to you about uh, the the climate change craziness that is going on and how mm. we're all not supposed to eat meat. And yet there's a new study out that says, hey, by the way, everything we said about meat is wrong. We'll get mm. to that here in just a second. Let me tell you about X chair. X chair uh, is just this awesome chair. They they, they actually are at the uh, state fair here in Texas. Which if you've never been to the state fair in Texas, you have not been to a state fair. Uh, except I, I, you know, the one year I missed it was the year that Big Tex uh, caught on fire. We have this. How big is Big Tex? Like forty feet, fifty feet, something like that. It's just this gigantic yeah. robotic cowboy who's like. Hi, welcome to the State Fair. And he's been there since, I don't know, the 40s or whatever. Well, he caught on fire and he, <laughs> he the kids were running screaming, Big Texas on fire. Anyway, uh, if you've never been, you have to you have to go because it's just a great fair. But uh, X Chair is there at the State Fair. And I was just talking to them yesterday and they said the number one response that everybody when they sit in the chair, they're like, oh, my gosh, I've never said anything like this. You have to experience it. So if you're anywhere where you can go sit in an X chair, go do that. Um, but the the X chair is completely different. It is, you know, it's the, it is, you know, what is the Herman Miller chairs? Uh, they're the ones who did the mesh chair and they're fine. But this has taken it to a new level uh, from those Herman Miller chairs. And I think the Herman Miller chairs are overpriced, but that's a different thing. Uh, X chair. Right now, you can get it for $100 off. Just go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com or call 844-4X-CHAIR. Go to xchairbeck.com right now and use the promo code BECK. You're going to receive a free set of the new X wheels with your chair. It's xchairbeck.com. Now with financing, you can get it as low as $29 a month at xchairbeck.com. 10-second break for station ID. Okay, so I can't keep up with what food is good for you, what food is bad for you. Um, all these people have been saying that meat, that humans shouldn't be eating meat. Then please explain my incisors. It makes no sense. Uh, I mean, right? 
You I mean, still have your incisors? Yeah, right here you have them too, don't you? Just... So I guess you didn't do cocaine in the 80s. Like I got <laughs> <laughs> No, all my teeth haven't fallen out yet. Um, no. But, uh, you know, you, we're animals. We're animals. And to say that you shouldn't be eating meat, now maybe not as much meat or whatever, but all things in moderation. What are your thoughts I... on the new on the new put meat out of business because it's bad for you and bad for the environment versus no not really all those all those studies were wrong they've uh, we've had conflicting news on food and what's good what's bad if we're a fat country if we're uh i i'm getting mixed signals i i saw bloomberg on the internet a few months ago going for the first time in the history of this planet more people are dying from obesity than starvation and i'm like okay what's your point that's called progress would you rather, would yeah, you rather die because you ate too many quarter pounders or because you were a quarter pounder? You know? <laughs> right. Here's my, if that's true, more people are dying from obesity than starvation, then we're going to have to change those commercials you see late at night on TV with the little kid in the desert eating the bowl of mushroom flies all over you. We're going to have to replace him with a 400-pound Green Bay Packers fan in his recliner with chicken wings <laughs> on his lap, barbecue sauce in his hair. and if, Just $5 just, a month will help just, him not eat. For just $5 a month, you can buy this fat pig <laughs> a treadmill. Right. And for another 20 cents, a head of cabbage. He hasn't seen roughage since the Hoover administration. Look at him. He's got whipped cream on the bridge of his nose. There's, there's all this conflicting stuff. Then they come on. I don't know if we're a fat country or not. I see these commercials late at night. One in three Americans goes to bed hungry every night. Why? Stop off at the fridge on the way to the bedroom, stupid. I mean... <laughs> What? One, one in five Americans doesn't know where the next meal is coming from. Yeah, neither do I. Could be Dining Dash, could be Wendy's, could be Tony Romas. I mean, uh, you know, I can't. I'm not supposed to eat carbs. I'm not supposed to eat uh, meat. I'm not supposed to have, uh, you know, salt. I, I'm down to, uh, you know what I had last night, but then a cauliflower and Skittles. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Skittles should be in there either. Uh, I don't know if you know that. Well, tell uh, that to Marshawn Lynch, the running back, the former running back. That's so, what you grew up on. Have you tried this? Uh, what uh, is it? Weed? The no, the no meat. The what is that oh, thing called? Impossible Burger. Impossible Burger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you tried that yet? Yes, it tasted like cat. <laughs> Wait, you know what cat tastes like? Yes, I do. I spent some time in Korea. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, in uh, in uh, uh, did you try it at a restaurant or did you try it at Burger King? I got the recipe online. I, I try to recreate it. I used uh, I used weeds, green onions, and dirt, <laughs> and it tastes like the same whopper that it always did. What right. A, what a lie that is. Are you really going to Burger King because you want to eat healthy? You tub of lard. Oh, this is delicious. <laughs> what are you kidding me? Who wants a burger that's made out of? Uh, you know, come on. You know, it's a, it's a, the, the the Burger King burger is bad. But where did we have them here, Stu? Hopdotty was the place. Uh, Hopdotty, local, yeah. local place here that we've had them, and they're actually really good. And my feeling what? on meat is, yeah. if you can make it taste and uh, and really taste and have the texture of meat, I don't really care. I don't care if it's made out of Skittles or grass You sound or like beef. a serial killer. <laughs> that was very creepy. I don't care what meat tastes like. <laughs> no, I put some A1 sauce on a girl's leg. I'm telling you, it's delicious. <laughs> that was very creepy. <laughs>
Hey, did you see? I love it, me. Hey, did you see that the uh, <laughs> Swedish um, uh, Church of Sweden? I think it is. I uh, can already say no to this. Right. <laughs> came out and said uh, that the girl Greta Thunberg or whatever her name was Thunberg. Get it right. I love her. Do you love her? <laughs> She oh, has been uh, the uh, the Church of Sweden has just come out and said that she is uh, the uh, the reincarnation or something of Christ. She's the successor of Christ. The church came out and said that that might be true, because every time I see her on TV, I go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know, did we talk about her yet? I don't think show? so. I don't because, think so. Uh, what a ray of sunshine she is. Huh? Oh, my gosh. Like, she makes Hillary look likable. Uh, <laughs> here's a story you didn't hear about her. Her parents took her to Chuck E. Cheese to celebrate her 10th birthday. Five minutes after they, they left, the, uh, the clown shot himself in the mouth. Who's at fault here? The parent, the media, the school, her? What? The, the, the parent, uh, the parents, I, I'm serious. I, that's considered to me child abuse. She lost her innocence. Most girls, you know, most young kids are losing their innocence to like seeing pornography on the internet. She lost her innocence to what, to, you know, studying satellite maps on the weather channel. She's, uh, <laughs> she sees a funnel cloud and she's, you know, on the Oxycontin five minutes later. This is an unhealthy little girl. But the, I, I'm but the whole, isn't the whole society unhealthy when you have, I mean, you have uh, Gavin Newsom saying that he was humiliated oh, by the president on climate change. What? What? In this guy? He, he imagine the gall on him saying that he runs that state that is the laughing stock. There's people camping out all over the sidewalks and stuff. Yeah, he he excoriated uh, the United States, and 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 United States is only one of three countries who actually grew their economy last year and reduced carbon emissions. He didn't even bring up China or India. Have you ever seen people going to work in China on the news? You don't see that many surgical masks watching a, a, a mash marathon on TBS. <laughs> it, you know, and they had to cancel Little League in China this summer. The fly balls weren't coming back. They were, they were sticking in that cream cheese they call oxygen. And, you know, you see like squirrels with oxygen tanks. That place is horrible. Yeah. And, and he's yelling at the United States and he doesn't even... He doesn't even, you know, 60, I think it's 50% of Chinese people smoke. And I figured out why, Glenn. They need a filter in their mouth. Right. Can you, <laughs> you, know? can, can you look this up, Stu? Can you look up the, uh, the deal the banks just signed on? The global banks just signed on to some glim- climate treaty to where they're not going to uh, b- borrow money or, or lend money to people who are, who are not in line with the U.N. Uh, climate treaties. Can you look About- this up? How about India? He didn't he didn't even bring up India. India has not only over a billion people, a billion cows. Now, cow flatulence apparently is helping cause. Right. They say it's the number. They say it's the number one cause of of climate, uh, climate gas. And India has like two cows for every person. So tell tell President Modi to throw some Maylocks in those oats. <laughs> I mean, after these cows eat, you ever hear them? About an hour later, it sounds like a Louis Armstrong solo for thirty minutes. <laughs> you know, so I, when's the last time you were around cows? I I have a timeshare in Calcutta. It's a beautiful. Life. Do you? <laughs> yeah, really? I, I, you know, wow, Gavin nice. Newsom. 
I, I notice I notice Gavin he's yelling at the you know I notice India doesn't have to have an app they they have less dung in their cow fields than Gavin Newsom does on the sidewalks in California <laughs> I, I don't you know I mean I don't think New yeah. Delhi has a crap app to tell you how to get around the dung. <laughs> let I me mean, uh, let me change the subject here before we run out of time Idaho my career <laughs> Idaho, Idaho <laughs> must pay your by the way you're listening to Nick DePaulo you can find him at Nick Dip. Uh, he, uh, he has a, a show there and, but the, what he really has, is fantastic that you should watch if you're not easily offended. No, even if you're, even yes. if it takes a lot for you to be offended, <laughs> yeah. you still might be offended. Um, I'm getting hate mail from serial killers about my <laughs> uh, nickdip.com. He's got his comedy special, uh, uh, on, let me, let me, uh, take you to Idaho. Idaho has to now pay for the inmate who wants to switch gender they have to pay for that surgery according to the ninth circuit court your thoughts there's a few states i guess where your your taxpayer money's going to go for people transitioning first it upset me then i said okay if you're going to do that i have a say in how you look when you transition <laughs> you know what i'm saying I mean, if, if if i have skin in the game i'm going to say where that skin goes and what it looks like if I'm buying a pizza, I get to pick the toppings. <laughs> so I'm going to start with, you know, a big chest, a, a heart-shaped bottom, high cheekbones, pouty lips. As far as the actual genitalia, as Obama said, that's above my pay grade. I'll let you guys figure that out. Okay? But right. I'm, just, I'm just saying. All right. Nick, uh, Nick DiPaolo from NickDip.com. NickDip.com. Uh, you, you, if you like to laugh and it is... Uh, and you are tired of hearing people uh, edit themselves? He doesn't. NickDip.com. Can, can yeah. I just say one thing? Please subscribe to my YouTube page, people. We've added 84,000 followers in about seven months. That's so great. Get on the train and please subscribe. Thank you, Glenn. You, you are the best, my friend. All right. USCCA knows that when it comes to protecting yourself and your family, who's the person you trust most? Who is the person you trust most? You should answer you because you have a right to defend yourself and a responsibility to defend those who are in your care. That means you're not waiting around for somebody else to show up. It means arming yourself, as is your constitutional right, but also being educated and and knowing about the handgun or the rifle that you have that you're going to use. You have to know how to use them, how to deal with everything else that surrounds them. Right now, the USCCA is giving you seven free chances to win $1,000 so you can experience the industry-leading education and training that you heard me talk about. They offer classes like uh, defensive shooting fundamentals, concealed carry and home defense fundamentals, and countering uh, the mass shooter threat. But you need to be armed and educated. So just let them introduce yourself, themselves to you. All you have to do is text the word Glenn to 87222. They're going to just get you into a drawing you have seven chances of winning a thousand dollars right now glenn text that word g-l-e-n-n to eight seven two 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 all right if you want to cut through all of the craziness going on and the complications around this ukraine scandal it's all going to be explained tomorrow night on the big special go to blaze tv.com use the promo code glenn Tonight on uh, the Blaze TV at 5 o'clock on my program, I'm going to be talking about Hunter Biden's business deals in China. Uh, this is much worse than um, anything in Ukraine that Joe Biden did. Last night we did the Ukrainian 
uh, update and told you exactly what Joe Biden was doing in Ukraine. Uh, tonight, we talk to you about China. And then tomorrow, we get ready for our special, which airs everywhere uh, at 9.30 Eastern tomorrow night. It's our scandal explained, Ukraine, the Democrats, Russia. Uh, we will explain to you what's really going on. And I, I want you to understand that there's there's two levels of this. There's the level of let's destroy Donald Trump by making this scandal into something. Um, but I don't think that's the real goal. The real true goal is misdirection and discrediting anyone who says anything about Ukraine and not even Joe Biden. I really, truly believe the Democrats would throw Joe Biden to the wolves at this point rather than have any of this stuff exposed in Ukraine. People have gone to jail in Ukraine for trying to influence the American election. And we'll explain who those people are, what they do, and show you the evidence that's just one small piece of this special tomorrow night. The second part of of the um, goal, I think, of the Democrats on this is to discredit and call anyone a conspiracy theorist on anything in Ukraine. They're already doing it. They're destroying great journalists. They're they're contradicting their own work and their own words in the press. And they're saying this has already been vetted. There was nothing there. That's not true. That is not true. Tonight, we're going to talk about China. And we told you um, about Ukraine. But what China did, it's not just the massive amounts of money changing hands. And it is massive. But Hunter Biden was profiting from companies actively trying to steal from and gain a competitive advantage over the U.S. Now, I told you that Joe Biden, uh, right after he was sworn in, Hunter Biden decided to go into international private equity, something that he had zero, zero experience in. He went into this along with John Kerry's stepson, Christopher Hines, and Kerry's former campaign finance man uh, manager, Devon Archer. Together, they started this company called Rosemont Seneca Partners. Now, at the same time that Joe Biden met with President Hu in Washington, the Chinese president, as part of a nuclear security summit, Hunter Biden was in China with his two Rosemont Seneca partners, meeting with executives from the biggest banks in China and its sovereign wealth and social security funds. Well, that's a neat little coincidence. They have no experience, none. And they're meeting with the biggest banks and the sovereign and social security funds directors. Joe Biden met with um, uh, Chinese officials a year later at the U.S.-China Strategic and Economic Dialogue in Washington. Then two weeks later, Hunter Biden and his partners meet in Taiwan with the same Chinese financial giants they met with in China the year before, plus some new ones. Hunter Biden's firm, Rosemont Seneca, partnered with another firm called the Thornton Group. Now, the Thornton Group's Asia website reported on the meeting and posted the photos online. They just didn't post it on any of the English-language versions of their site. So most people have never seen the photos that we'll show you tonight. 
Rosemont Seneca was less than two years old at that point. So how did they get this kind of access to the biggest financial names and firms in China? December 2013, Joe Biden traveled to China on an extended official trip. With him on board Air Force Two was Hunter Biden. They were greeted by a red carpet delegation and children bringing flowers. While President Biden was meeting with President Xi for over five hours, covering, quote, every single topic in the U.S.-China relationship, while Joe did his thing, Hunter was mostly out of sight and nobody reported on where he was. But he was busy signing a deal between Rosemont Seneca and the Bank of China just 10 days after the Biden's trip pretty much, you know, gives it away that maybe there was some things going on together. The most powerful institution in China, which is controlled by the government of China, go into a joint venture with this tiny little company called Rosemont Seneca. Now think about this. This is the government-owned Chinese bank. It was funding a business that it co-owned with the son of the U.S. vice president and the son of the U.S. secretary of state. And since the Bank of China is government-owned, it means that business is completely intertwined with communist government's goals. But don't worry about that. How did they get this deal that even Goldman Sachs couldn't get. They got a deal that gave them $1.5 billion in Chinese government money. And they can invest it any way they want. Now, so you know, no other company had such an arrangement with China. No other company. Now, the first thing they did was they invested in a the Chinese uh, General Nuclear Power Corporation. This is a a Chinese government-owned nuclear power company that sold off a stake of the company to outside investors. The problem was is that this company was under investigation in the U.S. for stealing nuclear secrets. But they bought it anyway with Joe Biden's son knowing this? At the time, we had paid informants in the U.S. that were smuggling secrets out to China for this group. So while the FBI probe was going on, the sons of Vice President and Secretary of State owned a stake in this company that was being investigated. And even after the arrests were made, Rosemont Seneca didn't alter its relationship. So in other words, they were fine. Just weather the storm. But they were convicted. This company was convicted of stealing secrets against the U.S. Next, they bought a gigantic military contractor in China that makes fighter planes, bombers, and drones. This is their Lockheed Martin. And this company uh, bought was was purchased 49% of this company, Um, the Joe Biden company. Then they went to the United States and said, let's buy an American company as well. This is a manufacturer here in the United States that makes very specific things, an anti-vibration technology. 
And this is stuff that is known by the State Department as dual use, which means the technology can also have an, a military application. Because of that, you have to have any sale approved by the Committee on Foreign Investment because it has national security impl- implications. Well, according to, according to one journalist, the U.S. intelligence community has long recognized the Chinese government is committing, uh, committed to acquiring Western machine tool technology, especially the kind of uh, technology where it's difficult to distinguish between civilian and military use of the equipment, They knew exactly what they were getting into. They formed this partnership and they bought this company. Now this U.S. technology is in their stealth bomber in China. This is not about Donald Trump. This is not about anything other than the American people should know this story. Even if there's no criminal activity here. This is wrong. And do you really believe that if if Don Jr. was cutting these kinds of deals, that the media wouldn't be all over it, that this wouldn't be an impeachable offense? Because I personally think the one in China definitely is. But they didn't impeach Vice President Biden. They didn't even call for it. They said nothing to see here. Now, I told you there's two goals. One, get rid of Donald Trump. But the bigger goal is to call anybody who talks about this stuff a conspiracy theorist. It is well documented. And on tomorrow's program, we will lay out not what Joe Biden was doing in Ukraine, but what the Democrats have been doing in Ukraine. This one they care about deeply. Because this exposes them, and it exposes the Russian uh, collusion investigation as a setup. You can believe it or not, but what you cannot dismiss are the facts of the case. Tomorrow, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give you a bunch of stuff that we may know. We're going to give you the things that we do know. Those facts we will give to you so you can look them up on your own. Because no one in the media is going to do this. The media is busy discrediting people. Please watch our special tomorrow. We ask that you would sign up for the Blaze. Your Blaze subscription helps us pay for things like this because we're giving this special away for free. But we ask that you would join us and help us. Just join the Blaze by going to blazetv.com slash Glenn. That's blazetv.com slash Glenn. I'm laying this whole thing out about China out on the chalkboard tonight. Then tomorrow we're doing a special Blaze-only viewers kind of uh, uh, behind the scenes. So we're going to get into a little bit of it before the special, which will go coast to coast on all platforms Thursday. That's tomorrow at 9.30 p.m. Ukraine, the scandal explained, the Democrats, Russia. You'll be able to find that on Facebook and on our YouTube page. That's tomorrow night at 930. Join us with the Blaze. Become a member now. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10%.
uh, one quick uh, kind of breaking campaign update here, Glenn. Uh, Bernie Sanders last night, apparently after the campaign event, uh, had some chest discomfort, uh, had a medical evaluation and had blockage in one artery, had uh, two stents uh, inserted, uh, and they are canceling events and appearances until further notice. So He may be out. I mean, it's possible they're kind of downplaying and saying, ah, he's going to be resting up for a few days, but, you know, we don't we don't know further than that. But that's, I mean, basically overnight had, uh, you know, heart surgery, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's a pretty, uh, mm-hmm. pretty significant development in the campaign. Yeah, we'll get to that. And I want to talk about the campaign, campaign finances and uh, who's raising funds and the latest on Elizabeth Warren coming up in just a second. First, let me tell you about Joan. It was a woman who fell in love with ballet when she was three. This is just like my daughter, and my daughter worked so hard on it. And that is, I mean, you are an athlete. If you are a ballet dancer, you are an athlete. And so she has spent her whole youth in a ballet studio and working and working and working. Well, when the time came for her to retire from the stage, she turned right around and she began teaching that love that she had to the new generation of of little girls who just wanted to be ballet uh, artists. Well, dancing, anybody who is in ballet, even my daughter who is still young, is like, ow, uh, it comes with a price. And she found herself paying every day in the form of constant pain until she found Relief Factor. When Joan started taking it, within a few weeks, the pain was all gone. Now she dances with her students again, and she's never been happier. She got her life back, and so can you. If you're in pain, please try Relief Factor. It's a natural way to ease your pain and get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. This is the Glenbeck Program. You know, who do you believe anymore, honestly? I mean, can you believe the Justice Department? Eric Holder is now coming out. He's saying crazy things, crazy things about Bill Barr and the Republicans. He said that it was a reality, I'm quoting, a reality that the Republicans will cheat in the 2020 elections by trying to move polling places and a whole variety of things. And then this, they this, they say we're conspiracy theorists, right? They're all saying that uh, Stacey Abrams won the governor, and you know she she was the real winner of the governor in Georgia. Hillary Clinton and Eric Holder are now saying this is an illegitimate election. They're going to cheat in these elections. Where were these people? Do you remember in 2016 when they came out and they kept saying over and over again that Donald Trump, if he lost, was going to say this wasn't legitimate, it's going to overturn our democracy. This is a fundamental challenge to our democracy over and over and over again. We heard that. And now because Hillary Clinton lost and she's doing all the same things she predicted Trump would do. It's totally fine. That's that's an amazing it's an amazing realization when you when when you I mean, you realize that these things that they say in the moment mean nothing, 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 nothing. They don't believe any of them. They don't believe any of them. When they come out and they say, oh, well, you know what? This this rhetoric is going to cause mass shootings. And then when one of Bernie's 
people go goes out and does that well that just doesn't that just doesn't apply it doesn't apply now i don't think it should apply to either side as we made the case for you know when people cite ridiculous right-wing theories and left-wing theories it's not the theories ideas don't make people kill people people are responsible for their own freaking actions this is the united states Okay, you do something you're responsible for, not someone you heard on the radio, not someone's book you read. None of that is applicable, but it it, they will do. They will argue that it's absolutely Donald Trump's fault when they think they can apply it to Donald Trump. And if it applies to one of their people, they just absolutely abandon the argument for that day. And nobody seems to care. Well, nobody seems to care because I don't think anybody's listening to it anymore. Mm -hmm. Everybody Uh, is just like, you're right. I, I don't care what they say. I don't. I mean, that's the way I feel. That's the way my friends are. They just, they're just sick of it all. Just sick of it all. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Really an important thing that Stephen was talking about. Um, we're very concerned about being throttled tomorrow, uh, and that's why we're building the blaze. And we really would like your your help um, in doing that. We'll talk more about it uh, later. Let me tell you about our sponsor, the Seth Hour. It is Relief Factor. This is a, a company that is has changed the lives for millions of Americans. Their the the amount of pain that they have had has dramatically changed and changed their quality of life and they couldn't do the things that they loved but now they can now they can because they're taking relief factor 70 percent of the people who try relief factor 100 percent drug free created by doctors they get they get their life back their their pain is greatly reduced mine has been greatly reduced i feel like i got my life back i feel the best i've felt in six years now, you can try their three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety-five. So if you're in pain, you don't have anything to lose. You have your life to gain. You want a drug-free and natural way to ease your pain, get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Big developments today uh, with the election. Bernie Sanders uh, had heart surgery last night, emergency heart surgery. Uh, it went well. He's alive. But what is this going to mean for the campaign? And Elizabeth Warren will go into that when we come back. So some big news breaking today, and that is Bernie Sanders. Uh, Bernie Sanders had blocked artery uh, arteries and had to have surgery last night. It looks like he is out uh, off of the campaign trail. Could be for up to a month. They say until further notice, they're canceling all events for Bernie Sanders. What does this mean for his campaign? Is anybody going to vote for a 78-year-old guy who was just in for heart surgery? We go there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I'm excited to tell you about X-Chair because I sit in an X-Chair every day and I absolutely love it. Uh, This is the most comfortable chair that you can get for your, your home or your home office or your office away from home. 
when you sit in an X chair, it just feels different. And Stu knows because there are 10 different adjustments on this chair. But he sat into in it for what? How many weeks, Stu? Where it was no, just at the months. factory settings. <laughs> months. Yeah, months. Mm-hmm. He didn't know how to adjust it. He didn't think about adjusting it. Oh, it was it. comfortable. I didn't need to adjust it. Right. It seemed fine. And he sits in it, and one day I'm moving something around in my chair, and he's, he looks at me and says, what are you doing? Like, I'm adjusting the variable lumbar support. Wait, how do you do that? Wait, <laughs> you haven't done that? Uh, it's comfortable just when you sit in it the first time. Then when you customize it to you, it's fantastic. Now they have financing as low as $29 a month. You can get an X chair for $100 off right now. Just go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com. They have a chair for all budgets uh, and all sizes. It's X chair, 844-4X-CHAIR, 844-4X-CHAIR. Or go to xchairbeck.com. Use the promo code BECK and you'll receive a free set of the new X wheels with your chair. It's xchairbeck.com, promo code BECK. So it is fascinating to me uh, to look at the fundraising dollars and to look at some of the polls and how Elizabeth Warren is doing really well. Uh, And if you look at those polls and then you see that um, uh, Bernie Sanders had a blockage last night, had to have emergency surgery in the middle of the night. He is now going to be laid up for we don't know how long. He is doing fine uh, but I think this is going to dramatically impact his campaign and could take a lot of his people away to go to Elizabeth Warren. Uh, and especially if he endorses, if he drops out and endorses Elizabeth Warren, she is the front runner for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Jeff Fisher, who is all about blockages. Uh, I mean, who among us, Glenn? Who among us ha- doesn't have a stint or two? Right. Go among us. <laughs> yeah. you, you almost died from yours. You, thanks for reminding me, but yes. Yes, you yeah, did. You yeah, almost Ten died. months ago, yeah. Most really people die from it. That's correct. Uh, and uh, you, for some reason, God kept you alive. Uh, but uh, it, it really is incredible. With all the things he's done to his body. It is one of those, it is one of those things where you, when you first hear it, you go, there is no God. Wait, it, why, can, why it, can you, yeah. it can, it it can make you doubt. It can bring doubt. up doubts. It's like, yeah. that guy? You didn't take that guy? But you remember the plans are mysterious. Right. You don't always no, that's understand true. them. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, uh, this is fascinating, though, Glenn. So the, last night, Bernie Sanders is at a campaign event. They say he has chest pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the campaign kind of just blurts out this statement this morning. Hey, Bernie had chest discomfort, uh, had two stents put in overnight. We're canceling all events... Uh, for the force, yeah. for the uh, I can't foreseeable, the, future. foreseeable future was it? No, it was no. it was some term like that, or mm-hmm. uh, an undetermined amount of time. It's not like he'll be back in a couple of weeks. The only thing they threw in there to try to downplay it was he he'll be resting for the next few days. But here, I want to get your opinion on this, Jeffy. Like I have a friend who uh, had a scheduled heart surgery that recently happened, and and he knew about it three months in advance. He knew the day it was going to happen. He knew how long he was supposed to be out, which was a couple of weeks. Yeah. He's a y- younger, healthy guy. Uh, and it was really to try to fix a problem that was not like a blockage. It was no, something it was that could develop into happen. problems. Right, right. exactly. Okay. 
That's one kind of heart surgery. Your kind of heart surgery is on the other end of this, which is like you're having chest pain. They come to your house. Holy crap. Get them into you're, surgery. You're having a heart attack. Get them out of here now. And yeah. that's, I mean, that's this is the Bernie brand of it, right? Yes, absolutely right. it is. They take you. I mean, you're having heart chest pain and they say, oh, uh, that's a heart attack. Yes. And they get you to the hospital and you get surgery right then. So what he had when he had chest pains, he most likely had a heart attack. He was probably experiencing a heart attack, heart attack. yeah, right okay. then. Yeah. Because that's what the blockage used to be, was we used, that's what we used to just say was a heart attack. You were blocked, and then your heart would stop eventually, and you'd just die. Drop over. Yeah, right, that's okay. it. So they, they, like, to get, for a campaign, first of all, obviously, we all hope Bernie's okay. I mean, yes. you know, oh my that, gosh, yeah. it goes without saying. Yeah. But beyond that, to the, to the campaign part of this, mm. if, you're, if the scheduled minor heart surgery is a couple of weeks, you were out for, I mean, before you were, like, not just up and out of bed, but, like, functional, I'm back on a campaign trail level schedule. Right. How long would that have taken you? Month, month and a half, maybe two, right? I mean, you, you're looking at, uh, that you're looking at up and running and working and being uh, productive. That's a good month or two. Right? That's, that's, if you're, that's in, if you're in top notch shape, which, you know, obviously I am. Yeah, you uh, are. Like right. others. Oh, yeah. no, you're an athlete. But, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, the, but, you know, people like, I mean, for instance, Mick Jagger, seventy-five years old, had the, had the stents put in, and he was, you know, he was out for what a couple of months and working out with a heavy workout schedule to get back on doing what on tour, which is what Bernie would be doing. Yeah, basically right? so the same type. A couple of, of months, two three months. Yeah, and you and you know we joke uh, that you're one hundred and forty-seven years old, but you're considerably younger than Bernie Sanders. Right. Uh, you know, Sanders at seventy-eight. Now he's got a debate in two weeks, which yeah, you have to think right off the bat. There's no way he he's participating in, right? That's a first huge. What development. does it feel like, Jeffy? When you are you just tired all the time? What does it? Yeah, feel you don't like? have any, you have you don't have any energy. You're just you you're down. You're trying to get uh, you're trying to be alert. Why you're is that? Because you would that. think that you would be better if you, they took a, you know when you you take an engine and you blow all the carbon out and you clean an engine all up. It immediately starts to run really well. Why don't you feel well, your body, better? I mean, your body is running well, but your body has just taken a beating, okay. right? I mean, it's taken a big beating of saying you almost died. Yeah, okay. uh, blood stopped everywhere. They take a, you know, they they the way they get to your heart now is through your groin area and come up into your heart. I don't know if you know that, but that doesn't feel well. <laughs> um, just, I imagine. It. <laughs> Uh, that that's just that, that's just masochism from the doctors. They that's could totally crazy. go another way. They're like, no, we're going through uh, the groin. Yeah, Why can't you go through the neck? It's closer to the heart. <laughs> uh, I mean, so obviously, there's major, uh, and this is a major development. First of all, yes, are you going to vote for a guy who is already having the issues with age right. at 78, and then has a heart now surgery has the issues. on top of it? How long does it take him to get back? We're only a few months away from Iowa. Uh, there are reports that he has now canceled all spending on ads in Iowa. Uh, does I this? Bet. I mean, mm. I bet he. I, I'd be hard pressed to believe that he makes the debate I mean, in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, there's weeks, no wow. way because if he it does not, make the debate and he and he looks ill at all, it will it's over completely kill it. Right, but right. on the other hand, if he makes the debate and looks good, then that might that might, might save him. Might push back some of those concerns. But I mean, that's that's you're risking a lot there. You sure Can are. I ask you what all of our wives and your wife has been trying to kill you for years, Jeffy? <laughs> but what would all of our wives say 
if we said, I've got a debate in two weeks, what would all of our wives say? No, Shut up. You're not going no, anywhere. You're not near going. Thing. You're not going. No, I mean, you can he miss a debate and still be competitive? Yeah, Probably, maybe. right? I mean, if he were to come back in a month and it was completely fine, I don't think missing one debate would completely derail the campaign. But, I don't think he was competitive in the first place. Well, I, I mean, think- still, there's a national pullout uh, today that still has him right with Warren in second place. Uh, so, I mean, he is to say that he's he has a base of support that doesn't seem to move. all. Yeah, that it much. doesn't grow. They're very loyal to him. Yeah, it doesn't grow. It doesn't get smaller. But if he signs that over yeah, to I mean, Elizabeth if, Warren, if you're Elizabeth Warren. All right. If I come in and talk, Bernie. Yeah. I mean, she's at the hospital talking to him. Maybe you ought to drop out. Best, I mean, best for your health. Uh, look, the, if he were to drop out today. And say Elizabeth Warren is the is the candidate that can bring my my message home. He's immediately the front runner in this race. She is. Or excuse me. She's immediately the front runner in this race. Um, you know, he Bernie Sanders fundraising numbers just came out. He did 18 million last quarter. He got to 25.3 this quarter. Holy cow. Which is the highest number that has been turned churned out by I think any candidate on the Democratic side so far. We don't have Warren's number for this quarter yet. Um, but he outdid uh, even Buttigieg's huge quarter from last time. I mean, the Bernie thing to me has been in decline this quarter. He's mm-hmm. actually increased fundraising, and he's pretty much held his poll numbers uh, largely flat. I mean, he's probably a little bit of a drop off, but he hasn't. He has not disintegrated. If he can say to his really loyal followers, "Look, go to Elizabeth Warren. I'm going to be campaigning for her as soon as I feel better," but. My health concerns, I have to drop out. This lets him drop out without saying he lost, essentially, right? right. It was the health thing. Uh, you have someone who legitimately is going to try to campaign. I mean, she is a socialist. But you can say all, the, all you want that she's not, but she, she is, is. She is the only, she's just slightly more aware of what it looks like to say you're a socialist. in the Soviet Union. Right. And look, she was... <laughs> okay. Well, and, That's the real yeah. difference. She didn't go to Cuba yeah. and go, this is a paradise. <laughs> well, and the big... It, you're right, but to a bigger point, she, at that time she was a Republican. Mm-hmm. This is someone who much has a much better understanding of a voter who might be in the middle, mm-hmm. and so she'll be a socialist in policy. But she did, never says she's a socialist. No, she she's mm-hmm. aware enough of how bad that looks. Mm-hmm. If she, this is a major development, and it obviously uh, is massively important to the biden campaign's you know, future what's oh. crazy is um because i think she is going to be the candidate i i, I just incredible. do i cannot believe that's happening you will see that uh you watch the stock market as it becomes more apparent that she is going to be the candidate you're going to see the stock market plummet and on that note uh, look up the screen down 463 points <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't wow. think I don't think that's because of this. Uh, you'll watch; they'll start pricing her candidacy in mm. as impeachment goes, uh, and as she grows stronger. If Bernie grows weaker, she will start to look like the candidate, and um, the stock, the the, the corporations. Did you see the tape that that uh, Facebook yeah. was leaked yesterday with Zuckerberg? Yeah, I mean Zuckerberg is like, we got to work to make this not happen. Yeah, I agree with him on that. People <laughs> yeah. are always so, talking Zuckerberg, but I yeah. agree with him on this point. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who are you working for? If it's between Trump and Elizabeth Warren, who's uh, what's Facebook going to do? What's Google going to do? Because Google, the people who actually run it, know she's going to break you up. 
She's going to break you up and take you over. Uh, and they don't like Trump. What do you do? He might not be that far behind. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be that 2020 is going to be the the hurricane of all hurricanes that you want to talk about global warming. This thing is going to get so hot. So good to see you again, Glenn. <laughs> you I mean, me. I'm glad to have you yeah. come in. I mean, well, I just, can I, we talk about my heart attack and maybe the end of time again? <laughs> that would be great. Thanks, Thanks Jeffy. Appreciate it. And we're glad you're alive. Eh. Did that sound familiar? Let me do it again. And we're glad that you're alive. Oh, thank you. Hey, you're welcome. I, I don't think we're is the appropriate way to say hey, that. No, but that's what he said. Glad you're alive. That works better. Someone might be. <laughs> Stations edit all this uh, rehearsal stuff out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeffy, glad you're alive. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, leave that. Leave that's that, one. Bad, that's that much one, better. That one worked. Plausible deniability later on. All right. And just edit right to here. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're live? <laughs> if you're like me, uh, you try to avoid having things like Alexa and Amazon Echo in your home. Now people are putting, what is it? Amazon Echo Show? Go or something like that that's in the car? Oh yeah, the car one now. Yeah, the show one is the is the one with the nice screens. What they have the screens where you can like you can actually pull up like Amazon Prime Video and it'll like play TV on it, or you can you can bring up your like security cameras on it, or you can do video calls. What can't you do? What can't you do? I mean, they're listening to you all the time. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. <laughs> so I know people who like are. I don't want that. I I really I'm worried about that. I don't want that. But then. They get on their, you know, their computer and they go with Google Chrome and they're like, yeah, what? What? <laughs> That's worse, man. That's just as bad, if not worse. You need a VPN and uh, you need LifeLock. You need somebody that is watching you all the time and making sure that nobody is is stealing your stuff because they are following you. For the first time, every American can say that. They are following you. It's just that it's not the government. It's it's Google and Facebook and all of those people. LifeLock.com will make sure that if anybody tries to hack in and steal anything, any private information of yours, that they are on it. They work to fix it. They have a they have a uh, what what do they call it? A restoration specialist, a, a team of people that this is all they do. That is worth its weight in gold. LifeLock.com. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but they can see the threats that you might miss on your own. So act now and for a limited time, get 30% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 800-LIFELOCK. Visit LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 30%. Offer code expires the 6th of this month. We're already in October, so don't wait. It is LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. Hey, did we get the uh, clip from uh, Eric Bowling show last night? Do we have that ready? Last night, uh, uh, let me give you a couple of things. This is from the Washington Examiner. Liz Cheney has just come out, and she suggests that the House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, is using this pseudo-scandal to set up President Trump for impeachment. She expressed doubt about the House Speaker's motive on Monday's tweet. Cheney tweeted, 
um, a clip of Pelosi's appearance on 60 Minutes in which Pelosi spoke about the contents of that phone call with the president of Ukraine. Quote, President Trump told me the call was perfect. There was nothing in the call, but I knew what was in the call. I mean, it was in public domain. No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't in it wasn't in public domain. What do you mean it was in public domain? How come we had to wait for it then? It wasn't in public domain. So how did she know what was in that phone call? The same thing is true about apparently the Democrats knew what the whistleblower had said and what was in the whistleblower complaint. Listen to this uh, last night. Can does somebody know who who is he talking to? Do you have that? Um, somebody find out who he's talking to. He's talking to somebody who has, you know, uh, intelligence and whistleblower experience. We'll get you the name here in a second. Let's, let, let's, let me play what, what this guy said last night with Eric Bowling. You have some familiarity with whistleblowers? I do. I've seen a number of whistleblowing complaints. I know how the process works in the CIA. I thought this complaint was a little bit unusual. It was very well written. That's not a reason to be suspicious. It had a lot of legal references in it that made me a little more suspicious. But I, I, I added to that, I, I'm very suspicious because okay. the subject matter of this complaint was being discussed by Intel Chairman Adam Schiff throughout the month of August. He sent a tweet in late August that almost identically resembled this complaint. It leaked seven to ten days beforehand. I was on the House Intelligence Committee staff also. And I know whistleblowers frequently come directly to this staff. They're not supposed to. I think that's what happened here. And Schiff's attorneys were probably involved in drafting this complaint. Schiff's attorneys. Schiff's I know Jay Sekulow has made the statement that he believes it looks more like a law firm than an actual individual writing the, the complaint. I um, think House. But, but would that be unorthodox for Schiff's attorney to help? A now, when I say Schiff's attorney, I mean Democratic attorneys on the House Intelligence Committee. Right. I made that accusation. Yeah. A senior staff member of the House Intelligence Committee called me and said, we think you're right. We think this is a group project. And a member of this committee has told me the same thing, and that he wants to get this whistleblower below under oath to find out who is really behind this complaint. Okay, now I want to I want to lay out what he said. By the way, that was Fred Flights. He is the president and CEO of the Center for Security Policy. He said this stuff was leaked out seven days prior. Also, some of the members of the House they were tweeting this stuff out. And it was exactly what was in the whistleblower complaint that they said that Congress needed to see. All right, if, if how did how did they know this? How did they see this? He also said it looks like it was written by an attorney, and that was unusual. In fact, he went on to say it looked like it was a group that put this together. Well, this sounds familiar, doesn't it? Because this is what we found out with what happened with Blazy Ford. This is the same this is the same operation. They keep doing it over and over and over again. And they're hoping for different results and they're not going to be different results. And the reason why they are going after Donald Trump is because he is going after their soft spot. He is going after exactly what he knows they do not want exposed. What they have, the operation that they have running in Ukraine is 
quite impressive. And we're going to show you the evidence of it. And we're just going to show you the evidence. We're not going to, I'm not going to put any kind of things in there. Well, it could be this, and we think it might be. I'll show you the evidence of what kind of machine is over there run by the Democrats. And that happens tomorrow night at 9.30 Eastern. Uh, it will happen on um, on YouTube and also on Facebook if they don't throttle us down. Make sure you go and find it. Our Ukraine special, The Scandal Explained, tomorrow, 9.30 Eastern. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, today's going to be a long day. You know, you have a ten ten interviews uh, to do. You've got just a just a few of them, and you're going to have uh, at best three hundred minutes of uh, time today, where you have to pretend that you're, you know, you're interested and riveted by what they have to say. God forbid that first incre- impression uh, creep into your head. No, no, no. You've got to chase that out. What you're really looking for is about five hours of your time. And I know I look for this every day. How can I take five hours of my day and just flush it down the toilet? You're looking for one good candidate. How can I find that one person I'm looking for? This is where ZipRecruiter comes in. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It goes out and finds them for you. It is, it's basically headhunting technology that identifies the people with the right experience and invites them to apply for your posting. And four out of five people who post on ZipRecruiter get the right candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Try it for free now. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. For the latest on the Bernie Sanders uh, emergency surgery and blockages, listen to our blockage expert, Jeff Fisher, on Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, the podcast available everywhere. Stu, can you help me out on something? Uh, Maxine Waters has called for Trump to be thrown into prison, and the GOP needs to stop quoting his filthy talk of whistleblowers being spies and using mob language implying they should be killed. Mm-hmm. Have you heard him imply that they should be killed? Um, There was one comment he made that was sort of like, a, if you stretch it a hundred different ways, was it was like something like, you know, we used to have... People, you know, what you didn't say rats or he said something like we we used to have spies in you know we used to do stuff to him it was treason like he said stuff like that yeah which I mean again like if you stretch that well it's a you know, penalty for treason and you know you, yeah, it, yeah. like it's that type of stuff but I mean look they're stretching they're for that. they're also I mean, talking about who was it that that said he should go to uh, he should be executed. That was that was the guy running. Was, uh, that, was that was Republican. Well, that was yeah. a Republican or well, that mm-hmm. was uh, that's running for his job. I mean, barely running for his job. Please, yeah. See. I mean, he's more walking, crawling. He's, yeah, he's, he's sitting in a scooter that has had the battery removed. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uphill. Uh, it's an uphill climb. She's the battery's out of the scooter. Right. And the battery wheel, the, the scooter wheels lock up when yeah. the power is off. And it doesn't really matter because the, they're square wheels anyway. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, you think he's got a great chance. He's got a great chance. He's got a great chance. Where is he on fundraising? I'm wondering. Uh, zero dollars. Zero dollars. Uh, yeah, okay. zero dollars. You were he's. Raised. Let's check the Billwell dope board. <laughs> still at zero. Still uh, at zero. Yeah, not going too well for Bill at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the fundraising numbers are in. You want to hear some of these? Some of them are are interesting. Now, not everybody's uh, fundraising numbers are in, but some of them I think are are 
pretty interesting. Is anyone uh, who's the one that is closest uh, to the drop in the Dow today at now five hundred and twenty-five? <laughs> who has the? <laughs> who is? <laughs> I don't think sure I understand the question exactly. Yeah, well, uh, uh, who's the closest at uh, five twenty-nine? Would that be Bill Weld? Who's who's tanking the most? Who's I guess tanking is your question. the most? Well, I mean, it's interesting because we have one, two, three, four, five, six candidates so far that have released their quarter three fundraising totals. You'll hear all these in the next couple of weeks. The ones that are usually disappointing, they try to wait on. They don't want to tell you. And then there's a bunch of people that brag. The main piece of this puzzle we do not yet have is Elizabeth Warren's fundraising, which we all expect to be pretty darn good. Uh, this is kind of the, her rise. This is probably going to be a great quarter for her. Um, but we have... Uh, like, if you were to say momentum of their campaign and then give me a number. So Pete Buttigieg, if you remember, had a huge fundraising quarter, $24.9 million. It was the highest of any candidate on the Democratic side so far in quarter two. The momentum of this campaign, you'd say, okay, down mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty, uh, mm-hmm. pretty notably since then. So from 24.9, what do you think his fundraising total is? What's your, what's your perception no wrong answers here. Well, there's an ex- actually a lot I of think, wrong answers. I uh, think they're all wrong except, except for the right, for the right one. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't expect you to. common core. Uh, just I'd perception based. N- 19. 19. Yeah, right on the money, pretty much. 19.1. Okay. So a drop off, but not massively yeah. dramatic. I would say for the for the place Buttigieg is in this campaign, 19 million is a damn good number. It is. For him. I mean, his polling has not done anything. He's sitting at 5% in most of these polls. Uh, that's a pretty good number for him. To me, it shows how much people really don't want people like Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders. I mean, they may have big fundraising uh, numbers, but when you got a guy who's, what, in fourth place? Yeah, fourth or fifth. Fourth or fifth place mm-hmm. and not close, making that kind of money? It's pretty good. That's good. Uh, again, Buttigieg, the money, uh, not the problem uh, so far. <laughs> um, Kamala Harris. Now, Harris... Have to had a pretty down quarter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she was eleven point eight million last quarter. She's seven and a half. Seven and a half. That's about what I think I probably would have guessed. Eleven point six. Mm. So she basically stayed flat. Mm. Uh, which you know, I guess you could say her her numbers were certainly down. And she's you know now reworking with campaign operatives. She's going through the process of holy mm-hmm. crap, this isn't working. Um, Cory Booker. Four point five million quarter two. Well, I think his friend is out of money, so I'd say one, <laughs> <laughs> one dollar. Exactly right. Uh, no, uh, six million. He said they're saying more than six is their quote, which mm-hmm. probably means six million and one dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, because why wouldn't you just say six point mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. But more than six million for Cory Booker. Um, Bernie Sanders. Now Sanders eighteen million dollars last quarter. What's his quarter three number? Now, again, he's faded in the polls a little, and we'll go over some of the most recent polls, but he hasn't disintegrated. Uh, he He's getting it from millions of people, right? Yes, yeah. lots of small donations. Uh, I think it went up. I mean, didn't you tell me that it went up to like Maybe, 25 Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, okay, I did tell you already. Yeah, 25.3 million. So he goes from 18 to 25. It's an impressive haul, again, for Bernie in a place where really it seems like his campaign is going nowhere. And now with this new... Uh, situation if you missed it he had emergency heart surgery last night he's out uh, they can't they've canceled his um his campaigns for the uh, foreseeable future 
uh, what, what that means, whether it's a few weeks, whether it's a month, whether it's a few, we don't know. But it needs to be said that we're in October. You know, there's October and part of November. Then everyone goes into holiday mode for six weeks. Then we come out on the other side. And uh, let me give you this quickly. This is the the um, the schedule for the actual election. February, uh, let's see, hold on. February 3rd is the Iowa caucus. Holy cow. So he's got, I mean, you've got this run here with a debate. Everyone goes into holiday mode. Come back from the new year. You got less than a month, basically, to put this whole thing together. I don't know how you go on with a campaign if he's going to be out for a month or six weeks. Let me ask you this. It just shows also on this impeachment how fraudulent it is, how it is only about the election. Mm-hmm. Because why would you, you, the government can't, they can't issue anything. They can't get anything done in less than a year. We are, we are yeah. approaching the year mark before America goes to vote. You're going to impeach him right before America goes to vote? So silly. It, it doesn't make any sense. And it also, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I, I would believe that, though, because it's like almost like saying they didn't really care if Christine Blasey Ford was actually um, abused. Right. It's almost right. as if they, they forgot really, who she is completely since you know Kavanaugh was they elected. They didn't really or, care about how was. their health care reform would actually cripple and make things much worse for people. Yeah, I mean, think about it. So Just a, what, a week ago before this Ukraine call? Now, Ukraine, you might say, okay, it's a significant issue, right? Like, let's say you're a Democrat. Significant issue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the President of the United States making this call. You think it's impeachable, whatever. But it really, what does it affect the next election you know, maybe the next four years, maybe, you know, our democracy is at stake at some level. Certainly a much smaller issue than what you told us was important the week before, which was the entire world dying from climate change. When you had a 16-year-old <laughs> yelling at us, what happened to her? When she came over here in her little petroleum-built boat across the ocean, <laughs> and now all of a sudden, if it was really the most important thing in the world, why would you care about impeachment? Why would you even cover it? Wouldn't it be the third or fourth story every night in your newscast? If you actually believed the Greta take on the climate, why would there be another thing in the news? It's because, of course, they don't buy it. It's, a, it's just all part of the same process. It's all part for power. It's all money. It's politics. It's all the same stuff. So uh, that's going on. Then you've got um, uh, Michael Bennett has released his. Now, you remember, know who Michael Bennett is, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're he's very no, rare. No, he's running for for president of the Democrats. He is? Yeah. That's good. I thought you were going to think he was a singer that Frank sang with Frank Sinatra uh, often. No, I, no, I can follow the conversation. I have no idea who he is beyond that, oh, okay. but I can follow the conversation. <laughs> in context, I, yeah. if I had brought it up in a uh, football conversation, up, I would have been like, he's yeah, he's player. a football player. Michael um, Bennett, 2.8 million last uh, quarter. Wow. Yeah. There's a sucker born every second. And I think this is even more amazing because Bennett launches his campaign. It's an unknown, right? He launched it very late. $2.8 million. He's a sitting senator. Sure, you could see him. Shut up. Yeah. He's a sitting senator. Yeah, in Colorado. Huh. So you think, <laughs> hey, this guy is going to bring in a couple million dollars. Uh-huh. And then you go through three months of this and you realize, okay, it's not working. You know, it's not, he's not coming around. He's not made any impact. He's still at 0% in almost every poll. Mm-hmm. No one's going to donate more money to him, right? He raised another $2.1 million. It just shows that once you get in these power seats, you, your access to cash is basically constant. Uh, why would anyone donate to Michael Bennett's campaign unless you're trying to bribe him to do something for you later on? Can as I a say senator, something? Honestly, not as president. Why would you donate to any of these people? I, I would never. 
I mean, <laughs> right? and I say I this. Mean, I say this honestly. Would never consider donating to a political candidate. No, never. I, you know, here, here's the thing. Let's just say you have all the money. In it, you have all this money, and you're like, I'm going to make the biggest statement of my life. I'm going to put a max donation to not only for the for the the, the primary campaign and the major campaign. You're going to give them what is it, six thousand dollars, whatever the max donation is for two of those things. You are paying for like three seconds of one commercial, and it's like, why on earth would I waste my money on that? That's a max donation. You're giving $1. I mean, again, Trump raised, I think, $125 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people in this audience are donating. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I would use my money to do anything else. And this is has nothing to do with Donald Trump. has nothing to do with any of the Democrats. It's any candidate. I, I, I don't see any reason. I don't know to, why to do we it. have to spend this much money. I think they should all... I think they should all have to do bake sales to make their money or what? Right. Or, or fund it themselves. Well, Most of these guys, especially the ones that are in, you know... Uh, in Congress at all and have been around. They, they're all rich. Oh, gosh. I mean, and, and now and I'm making it seem romantic with three seconds of one commercial. Really what it usually probably more likely is is 18 minutes of one of their flights or one nice dinner with a bunch of the, the, the people around them who are advising them, the consultants. You're paying for their steaks. No, thank you. I've got, I, I'm sorry. I value my. I, I kept to come in here are every day and listen too, to you. Are we? Are I mean, we, I, I I value that money. Are we too jaded? Oh, totally. <laughs> I, I mean, that was just one of those things that just pragmatically. Yeah. I, much more. I would if I really cared about like a particular issue or a candidate, and I was. I would much rather talk try to persuade i'd go out and even volunteer time go door yeah, to door do much more valuable than giving these people money yeah but you know that's it's a lot easier i, I have to tell you i i, I am uh, what this this mm. all of this comes from us having to watch the stuff for you yeah okay you're you're yeah. in your car and you're like oh i'm gonna check in and see what's happening no no we have to watch it all day yeah. long to be able to understand it just like politicians we're blaming you for our problems <laughs> Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. By the way, Andrew Yang is the other big one. Uh, 2.8 million last quarter. This quarter, 10 million. So Yang is bringing in the cash. They Yang are, Yang. you know, there are some big money people that are like, we cannot have Elizabeth Warren. We can't have Elizabeth Warren. And I think you'll see people like Yang do really well in uh, in fundraising as it looks more and more like Elizabeth Warren is going to be the person. All right. You wouldn't go out in a public place and take your wallet out and leave it on the sidewalk for a few hours because, you know, somebody's going to pick it up and and they'll return it to you. Same thing with uh, public Wi-Fi. It's not a safe place for you to leave your device unlocked and, and open all your private information, log logins, passwords, financial records. They could be up for grabs. Somebody could be in that coffee shop using the public Wi-Fi. And they're going to see all of your information, and they're, of course, going to alert you about it. That's why you need Norton Secure VPN. It is an easy-to-use virtual private network that uses bank-grade encryption to hide your online activity. It creates a secure tunnel for the information you send and receive online, so cyber criminals can't see what you're doing online when you're connected to a Wi-Fi. It also works to protect you from companies that want to track your browsing activities. Just install, log in once, and let it run in the background. It's Norton Secure VPN. You can browse privately. Secure your connections today. Just head to Norton.com slash VPN. Protection starts at three thirty three a month for the first year with annual enrollment. It's Norton.com slash VPN. Terms and conditions do apply. You're listening to Glenn Beck. 
Stu, give me the uh, poll numbers, the latest poll numbers for the Democrats. There's two competing narratives going on right now. Let me give you the national ones. Uh, Monmouth has one out just moments ago. 28% for Elizabeth Warren, 25% for Joe Biden, 15 Bernie Sanders, Buttigieg and Harris at 5%. Marianne Williamson at 2%. That's notable just because, uh, you know, 2%. She's still going to be in the debate. You need to get to the next. So now 3% is the next debate. So it's, so, it's g- still a tough threshold. Uh, give me a... Get, Monmouth is a good Very good poll, pollster. Right? Yeah, very good pollster. Top, sh- top line. And showing mm-hmm. uh, Elizabeth Warren ahead by how many points? Uh, three. So significant. YouGov shows the same thing. I think this is in, with The Economist. Has Warren 26, Biden 22. And is... Sanders at 14. You gov any good? Uh, yeah, that's a long, and that's with the Economist, I believe, is that poll right? But it's um, not a online. I, I don't believe it's a qualifying poll, um, but it is a, a relatively well-rated okay. pollster. Other pollsters are showing totally different results. Another one came out from David Binder Research, which is not one I'm familiar with, but it's 34 percent for Biden, 17 Warren, 15 Sanders, and that one, um, and then uh, Harris is another eh, decent pollster, 35 percent Biden, 21 percent Warren. 13% Sanders. So sort of a split between these national polls where Sanders, or excuse me, Warren's momentum is to be believed in one set of the polls and is not to be believed in the other. So you're a, you're a guy who just, you love statistics. You love, you just love numbers and, and polls and cheese sauce. Yeah. All right. Um, have you seen that big of a spread? It's before? odd. I would say the higher quality polls tend to be leaning towards the momentum being real for Warren. Um, but that doesn't mean you dismiss the others. I mean, they're, they're part of it, and you have to kind of watch them as they develop. But, I mean, I think I think it's closer than 34-21 Biden. Biden may still have the lead when you look at all of these things in full context, but it's closer than I think I, we I would. I mean, ago. I would say that spread, if you wanted to give it to Biden, would be, you know— 25-21 or 28-26, yeah, something like that. Yeah, where, I think we're at the point where we have, and we have this on our board, we, we have a chalkboard that sits behind Glenn all the time where we break everybody into categories. And the front runners right now, we have Biden and Warren as co-front runners. Um, then, yeah, they've got a shot, Bernie Sanders. This is, of course, pre-heart uh, condition that we found out about today. Then, I mean, maybe if everything goes right, uh, we have Bob Franco, Rourke, Booker, Kamala Harris, and Buttigieg. And then everybody else is either in, eh, probably not. And, I would ah, move no. Buttigieg, and I'd leave Buttigieg in that category, maybe Kamala Harris, but Cory Booker and Bob Frank O'Rourke, you I think move they're them done. Down. And I would move Andrew Yang perhaps, perhaps up. I mean, Yang is polling at or above people like Bob Frank O'Rourke and Booker yeah. at this point. Right. Yeah. This is the Glenn Beck Program.